joy seekers, joy givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor, and I am your host for Live Joy, Share Joy. One of the things that has really been striking me lately is all of the beauty in the world. It's like everywhere I look, I just see beauty. And as I think about it, I think, oh my goodness, this is how God looks at his creation. And I got inspired to actually host a show all about beauty in the world. And I cannot think of a better person to join us in this conversation than Kelly McDonough. Kelly, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Oh, my goodness. And this is actually the first time I've met you in person. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I know. I've seen your, you know, I see your face out there and doing things and everything. <laughs> but I mean, I felt like blessed just to meet you in the first Aww. place. We've got a lot of good beauty to talk about today, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we do. So one of the things you and I were talking about before we went live is that the beauty really starts with the creation, the creation of every human being. And as a mom, I remember thinking, oh, my goodness, I am assisting the Lord in a miracle, Mm. this miracle of life. And that has always just struck me as having been a mom. And as you're coming in today, you are a creation of life. So let's start with you from the beginning, like... How did you get to Bemidji and how did you get to be who you are today? <laughs> These are big questions. They are. So we'll break it down. <laughs> so I will try to, I'll try to summarize. But yes, yeah, so I actually live in Walker and I drive into work every day. It's about a 30 minute drive for me. But I grew up in Laporte. I grew up in a Christian household, two parent household, had a great childhood. Went to Laporte School. It was a really good childhood. Um, but my one of the biggest events in my life was my father actually passed away when I was 13 of cancer. And so when you're 13, you don't really comprehend it. And so grief is an interesting thing. As you get older, you realize how significant of a loss that was. So I would say that's one of the biggest things that has shaped my life. And God has really used that um, in my life in many different ways. And he continues to use that. Um, let's, can, let's just, I want to talk about this for just a moment because I think you said something really significant about the impact of grief. Mm. And I don't think we explore grief enough. Sure. Especially in northern Minnesota. We tend yeah. to just sidestep it. We try to just, it's like, okay, you're going to get through this and you're going to move on. And I don't think people realize that in its own way, it can be a form of a traumatic experience. Oh, yes. I think the issue, the main issue or reason why that is, is because people are uncomfortable to talk about it. Um, and so actually the best thing you can do for someone who's lost a loved one is to ask them about their loved one. And so it's been fun as I'm getting older. I'm, I feel like I'm learning more about my dad um, and his faith. And it's just been such an example for me in my life. Just the faith my dad had, even the day that he passed away. And wow. so it's, it, it's been incredible. Yeah. And I'm just so grateful because God's design and his plan is that we be together in heaven. Yeah. And I have that hope and that faith, and that's what drives me. One of the things that drives me to remain close to the Lord yeah. I, is I, that I truth. This. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> what I love about what you're saying, too, is that as you're describing this experience, even though it's obviously hard to lose a father at age 13, but the way that you are looking at it now, there is a beauty to the way that your eyes are seeing it now. And you can only get that through the Lord. 
Right. Yeah, it wasn't overnight. I mean, it's been a, an ongoing uh, refining process. But absolutely, my dad has been a big inspiration to me in my life. Yeah. yeah. So you go from this 13-year-old, you've now had a dad who's passed, you're going through teenage years. This is a hard time for a lot of people. Yeah. Yep. I I definitely felt... Um, a little lost, I would say. I didn't know how to process it, but I also didn't comprehend it, to be honest, at that age. But I still, I mean, I I still had a relationship with the Lord. It just looked a lot different then, you know, mm-hmm. um, trying to grow and mature as a Christian and and process the, the trauma and the loss and also figure out what you're going to do after high school and, and all the big life changes that occur between that, you know, 13 to 18 um, time frame. Absolutely. So you get through high school. And how did you start figuring out like, this is what I want to be when I grow up? (laughs) Do you really still know what you want to be? Right. I feel like I ask myself that when I turned 50, I was like, what do I really want to be when I grow up? (laughs) Yeah. So we had foster children in our home all throughout my childhood. And I loved um, the idea of fostering children. And I also love the idea of being a nurse and helping just helping people. So my foster sister, she has high special needs. So that's what I grew up with. That was my normal. And so seeing the nurses aides come into our home every day, that was really inspiring to me. I didn't realize it at the time, but I look back and I just, I really appreciate those workers. So thank you to all of those who do that thing. But once my dad got sick, I really appreciated the nurses that took care of him and just the medical care he received. I just grew a passion for that. So for a long time, I knew I wanted to be a nurse. But after high school, I decided to wait. And I actually moved to Fargo and I went to get my certificate in aesthetics, which is skincare. After that, I came back to Bemidji and I went to nursing school. And I had my LPN and I, I loved it. Um, and I started work with the state, working with individuals with uh, mental disabilities. And then I went back and got my RN. And so I've been a nurse um, since, let's see, 2015, I believe. Oh, my so, goodness. Yeah. This is amazing. You've, like, lived a, a lot of <laughs> lifetimes already. Oh. <laughs> I'm really intrigued about this thing from going for aesthetics and then to nursing. This is very fascinating <laughs> to me. Actually, it's all kind of connected, though, isn't it? It's caring for self. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed working. I worked at a spa part-time. I really didn't enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, it's it's fascinating. I mean, I find it fascinating. So as you think about this time caring for others, so as a nurse, then when you were in, uh, working in as, as a nurse, is this more like in a hospital setting, clinic setting? Well, it was actually in residential was where I started. So in homes, small group homes with adults living with chronic mental illness. I actually, once I got my RN, I began working at the Community Behavioral Health Hospital here in Bemidji. And I, I mean, I really did love it. I miss a lot of things about it. Um, but I, I really do love being a nurse and I, I just love to help people. And so being in the position I am in now, it's definitely not the first thought I've, I had as a nurse, uh, but I love it. It's my absolute dream job. And I can just see looking back now how God just pieced together, you know, every piece of the puzzle to bring me to where I am today. Even today on the way here, I was thinking, man, thanks, Lord, for just putting me in this position. Yeah, absolutely. Don't ever let it, don't ever let me take it for granted. Yeah. We're going to get to the Northwoods Pregnancy Center in just a minute, but I want to take a pause as we talk about this behavioral health work that you've been doing. And one of the things that 
I love, and I've done some work within the environment as well, and one of the things I love is truly seeing the beauty through everyone. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes people that have experienced anything related to mental health, and there's, of course, a range of, of what we talk about in mental health, I think so many times we're so quick to make judgments about that. If somebody's dealing with depression or schizophrenia, I mean, we can have a whole spectrum here, right? And I would love to know, or just some of your insights that you've seen in terms of like seeing the beauty as you are working with individuals who sometimes other people have a lot of judgment about. Absolutely. Well, we have to remember what God's word says and that we are created in the image of God. And there is value and there's purpose in each individual, despite what you see on the outside. They're made in the image of God, and you just can't push that aside. And we're called not to judge either. We're called to love. And so I was able to witness um, just the, some of the changes that occur when you just love. You know, a lot of people who suffer with a variety of forms of mental illness they have a lot of trauma and, and they don't, they haven't had the experience of love that maybe you and I have experienced. And so just that empathy and that awareness that God really does have a purpose for them and the power of loving them and seeing the change that occurs when you do that. You know, sometimes it takes longer than others, uh, but it's, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. So. I love that you are bringing this up. I just had a conversation with someone on Saturday about this, actually, and there had been some significant trauma in this individual's past. And one of the things that she had lately gotten as an insight from the Lord is the desire to be loved, simply the desire to be loved. And there were a lot of circumstances around some upbringing and some some incidences that had happened. And she said, you know, God just showed me one day. I'm craving love. I'm craving acceptance. And I'm actually going to even, she did not say this, but I'm actually say authentic love, right? Because I think sometimes there's ways to manipulate situations, right? So it can be, oh, is this love or is it not? But when we have that authentic love, man, it matters. Mm -hmm. We all need that, every single one of us, you know, and we all seek it. And so we just have to make sure we're seeking it in the right areas. And that's God. Yes, absolutely. God first. Well, and let's think about people often have these empty holes, but they try to fill it with all these things that are not of God. Absolutely. But man, the enemy can make it look so good. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. it's easy to get sucked into that trap of that, right? It's just, yeah. oh my gosh. I love that you also brought up the judgment piece because there's really this distinction, I think, for people that... You know, when people feel judged, it goes to me even deeper than not being loved. It's literally saying, like, you as this person that I see you as, there's something I'm judging about that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important. I really try to invite people to stay curious about situations, right? Oh, that's a good way to put it. So so if we don't, so if we're not judging, let's get curious about what's going on, right? Yeah. Because it keeps our eyes open to what God is doing here. We don't want to have our blinders on because then we miss opportunities to show people love and and God's love that he has for them. Yeah, absolutely. And isn't it great that we have that ability to do it, Mm. (laughs) right? It doesn't, I mean, really, I look at like love is a four-letter word, hate is a four-letter word, right? Which one do we want to choose and which one would God want us to choose for his people? 
Right. 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 It, it matters. The four letter word matters. right? Now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we have so much more to talk about. We are going to take a brief pause while we will give some great thanks to all of those who make this program possible. We are chatting with Kelly McDonough. She is from the Northwoods Pregnancy Center. We're talking about works of beauty in the world. Don't go anywhere. Listen to our sponsors. We will be back in just a moment. This is Stephen Gregor. Live Joy, Share Joy. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 1st Street East in Park Rapids. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is Deb McGregor of Live Joy, Share Joy. Can you imagine getting a text right to your phone that is all about joy? Every Friday, I send out a joy note. This is a message of encouragement, contemplation, insight, and more. If you want to receive a joy note right to your phone, text the word joy to 218 218- Two four eight six five five six. I look forward to sharing more joy with you on a weekly basis. Let's build a community of joy. Realtors Noemi and Harry Aylesworth are happy to share they are now affiliated with Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice. Serving all of your real estate needs in Bemidji, Bagley, Black Duck, Cass Lake, and surrounding communities. They are dedicated to finding you the home you deserve. Whether you're selling or buying property, they will serve you with honesty and integrity. You can expect a better real estate experience. Life takes you many places. Let Team Aylesworth, Noemi and Harry of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice take you home. Nourishing Ways by Kelly Joe, personalized nutrition coaching designed to help women ditch dieting for good and cultivate confidence in themselves so they can nourish their bodies with the food they love without the stress and guilt. Hi, I'm Kelly Joe. I have over 20 years working as a registered dietitian, certified intuitive eating counselor. Let me help you live the joy-filled life you crave. Contact me today on Facebook at Nourishing Ways, that's W-E-I-G-H-S, or call me today at 218-368-4911. This is Deb McGregor of Live Joy, Share Joy. We are speaking with Kelly McDonough. She is from the Northwoods Pregnancy Center. We are talking about works of beauty in the world. And going into the break, we talked about staying curious, not judging. We talked about loving on people and showing God's love to people. And Kelly, with this fascinating journey that you've had, here you were working as a nurse, but somehow God starts leading you into this road of the Northwoods Pregnancy Center. How did this happen? So while I was in nursing school, I really, um, God really instilled the desire to help women and children. And at that time as well, I mean, I was newly married and we were pregnant with our first child. So just experiencing pregnancy for the first time, learning about pregnancy, childbirth, toddler years, development of children, I just really grew passion. There was a passion within me for women and children. And I didn't know what that would look like as far as work. What did I want to do with my nursing degree once I was done? And so um, at the time, I had started working in mental health, but I still had that passion. And my sister-in-law began uh, volunteering at the pregnancy center here in town, and she would just talk with me about it occasionally. And I thought, man, that is so cool. 
And I just remember driving by the pregnancy center just thinking, man, I, I wish they hired nurses. And so after that time, I got invited to attend the 2019 banquet. They have an annual banquet fundraising banquet there at the pregnancy center and I went and it was just so inspiring and I I just felt so called to be a part of it I just didn't know what that would look like and so the funny thing is and I know I've mentioned this before when I've spoken with an audience but I was at that banquet and I remember looking at that director up there just thinking how do you get a job like that you know (laughs) and then God just kind of chuckled at me so I felt really inspired after going to the banquet, but I just kept driving by the building and just thinking, man, I wish they hired nurses, you know, maybe, maybe one day. And um, soon after that, I went down to my mailbox with our kids and I got a newsletter from the pregnancy center and they were looking for a part-time nurse. I thought, wow. So I messaged that d- director at the time and she said, come on in, let's get you an application. So long story short, I started one day a week as the nurse manager, Um, but I just, I felt so at home there at the old house. I felt, it just felt so right to be there, and I wanted to be there every day, but I didn't know what that would look like. I didn't want to leave my other job because I was still working at the hospital, and so yeah, I just, I didn't know what that would look like, and I just prayed, God, if this is your will, just let it be so. Well, shortly after that, I I was informed that the director would, she informed me that she would be leaving, and she she told me, when I hired you, I hired my replacement. I knew I hired my replacement, and I just, my job, I'm sure I just looked dumbfounded. I mean, my mouth was probably gaping open, like, what? So it was not on my radar at all. I still didn't know how it, what it would look like. It's a nonprofit you know, there's no benefits. It's very different from what I was used to. And so I I applied, interviewed, and even in my interview, I told them, you know, I'm really jumping off a cliff here. I don't know what it's going to look like when I land, but you just have to bear with me. <laughs> and so they decided to hire me. They offered me the job. And of course, I took it. But me and my husband are just like, well, if this is God's will, he'll, he'll work it out. Yeah, so I've been there a year, about a year and a half, oh and I just, every day I'm so grateful to be there. Wow. Well, what I love so much about what you're saying is, number one, be careful when we tell God the desire of our heart, <laughs> which of course he already knew anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> we usually realize it at some point. And also there's this piece about the fact that you saw a beauty in what was happening at Northwoods Pregnancy Center, like there was something that just started calling into your heart. Mm. And I I mean, we could, you know, what comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? And, you know, God obviously drew you into this environment. And then he did, right? And then the more he just keeps working on that. And can we say a match made in heaven? I mean, really, isn't that what it kind of feels like? Yes, I love it so much. So talk to us about the beauty of the world that you see every day at the Northwoods Pregnancy Center? Uh, We see a lot of hope. (laughs) You know, when moms first come in the door, it depends on their situation, but most often they're discouraged or they might feel hopeless about their situation. And we get to be that light. You know, we pray that every client that walks through the doors will just feel God's love and God's presence, presence in our building. And I was just talking with one of my staff today, and she said, 
our evaluations for clients have been really good. We've never gotten a bad one. But she said there's a common theme that every client that's filled one out says they just feel comfortable here. And I think that's huge. It's so important. But that's our prayer and that's our hope is that um, women can come in and just breathe and maybe let their guards down. You know, it might not be that first visit. It might be the fifth. But that's the beauty I see is I see hearts changed. I see hope. And I see joy. We have monthly support groups for moms. And it is it is so special to see moms connect that didn't know each other and just connect over food and conversation. And there's hope in that. When you're able to really connect with someone and have that social network, when maybe you didn't have a social network prior to walking in the door, that's so special. Yeah. And to see families taken care of with even material items, you know, little things that we take for granted. Just even today, someone came in for diapers and wipes, and it's there's a sense of relief. And so I think the biggest beauty is it's God's presence there and the hope that yeah. we get to see and watch unfold Absolutely. on our clients. Yeah. Well, and I think about just... Even as having been a mom who, you know, had a husband and, you know, had help, neighbors, et cetera. And I can even think of the times we were overwhelmed just with our situation. I know sometimes your moms are single. I can't even imagine, like, there is no break, right? There's no, and if you're relying on yourself and all of a sudden the money's a little bit short or, you know, even you just need some emotional support, I think you are really bridging that gap. And I love the love piece that you're bringing in because it goes back to what we talked about. Mm -hmm. Love, acceptance, not being judged, right? Mm -hmm. And really, you are showing people God. You are showing them the beauty of God. Mm -hmm. It's an incredible experience, and and we want to make sure that we we stay right with God. You know, we we want to do our devotions every morning, and we we pray over the center, and we we pray for all of those involved in the ministry, whether it's um, people bringing in material items, donating, whatever that looks like. But we want to make sure that we're right with God. You know what I mean? And then we can just ask, you know, just be present. We know you're here, Father. Just really um, just open the hearts of the men and women that walk through our door to receive you and find their hope in you. And ultimately, it just leads back to God's truth, you know, and what he wants to reveal to them. Yeah, but just that, that openness and just invitation that God just come. Because this ministry wouldn't be here without you. You know, just like I said, he's pieced together every part of my life and event and decision. And he's pieced it into this puzzle. And now I'm sitting here a year and a half into this job, my dream job. Um, he's, he's pieced together the center. And the staff are incredible. The volunteers are incredible. And the testimonies are incredible. And it it just brings a lot of joy and in that hope. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Well, and I love like as you're talking, it's like I can I can picture that this for some people may be the first exposure they've ever had to God. Right. And I often think about when I'm out doing things in the community or whatever, you know, I look at my actions a lot of times and think, is this an action if somebody were meeting God for the first time, is this an action that would represent him? 
Are they seeing Jesus in me? And is this the kind of action I want them to see? Because I think sometimes like when we call ourselves a Christian, there's a responsibility with that. Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying we don't fall short. That's not what I'm saying. And what I also know is that it really does matter. Mm -hmm. We are held accountable. God holds us accountable. And I've been thinking the past year, it's like if we could really comprehend God and how big and how sovereign and almighty he is, we would fear him so much more and we would be so much more obedient to him. So he's really been teaching me obedience and his grace, lots of grace, because even when I don't pursue him, he's still there. I just picture Jesus waiting at a table. He's just waiting for me to come sit down with him. And he has grace prepared, you know? Mm-hmm. Even when I'm not pursuing him, he's still there just waiting. And I, he's really been putting that on my heart in this last year. Just his grace. And that's beauty. I mean, there's so much joy in that. Like, thank you, Father. Mm-hmm. You're not leaving me. No. You're waiting. Yeah. You're just waiting for me. You think about the amount of patience that he has for us sometimes, right? I mean, the, the amount of love is, you can't comprehend it oh. for him to just sit and wait for you. Yeah. I mean, I don't even do that for my own children sometimes, you know? Yeah. I even told my kids the other day, do you realize God loves you more than I love you? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I remember saying similar things to my kids. Yeah. Of course, they're, my kids are, you know, they're older now, you know, and <laughs> And they'll say, Mom, you remember when you used to say, my son reminds me when I used to talk about the healing power of Jesus, you know, calling on the healing power of Jesus. But it's all about God's love for us and his people. Right. Kelly, you are amazing. I am just so grateful that you have come in to talk to us today about um, beauty and the works of beauty that are happening in the world. Like, you are such a blessing to people. Oh, it's not me. (laughs) It's God. And I'm just being obedient. You know, I pray in being obedient, and I just pray for his will to be done. And we just want to love. You know, at the pregnancy center, we're just there to love. You know, we're not not there to judge anybody. We are there to just sit and just listen and and just be present, you know. Amen. You brought up a lot of great stuff today. I mean, grace, Jesus at the table, forgiveness, love, (laughs) obedience. I mean, there's so much there. My gosh, we could do a whole nother show just on that. (laughs) We could. Kelly, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's been great. We want to thank Kelly McDonough from the Northwoods Pregnancy Center for coming in today. We want to thank all of you for choosing to listen today. We want to remind you to go out, live joy, and share joy. This is Deb McGregor, also thanking Philip Elke for engineering today's program. Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.